Hey y'all, I'm Brittany Monet, and this is Black and Classic Podcast, where we take an honest look at what it's like to be a Black millennial in today's society. We'll talk all things life, love, pop culture, and whatever else comes to mind. Join us each and every Saturday at 8 a.m. for a real and raw conversation. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Black and Classic. Now let's get to the show. Well, we're jumping right into it, and I don't have, you know, this long intro because let me tell you something. This message struck me so strong this week that I literally was like, oh my God, I need to sit down and record this. Just get it out the way because I feel this. Like, I feel this. And I tell y'all all the time, when I sit down to record, a lot of times, Things, they're happening in my real life and I just feel like I can't be the only one that has experienced this and or is actually going through this right now, right? So y'all know me, y'all know what I always, always preach about. I always preach about doing the work, right? You gotta do the work to get better. And I have found that for me doing the work is continuous. I mean, once I feel like I got one area of my life all together, it's another area that starts falling apart or looking a little raggedy. So I have to tap back in and be like, okay, let's focus on that. Let's strengthen that. Right. And the worst thing that we can do is sell ourselves a story about a false narrative that we ourselves have created oftentimes you know other people will tell us about ourselves and we'll kind of adopt their thinking and then you know be like well people have said you know what I mean so we kind of carry that with us right but this is more of like no you have said this you have adopted this and you have created this narrative no one else has said anything else but you And that rang so true for me this week and some of last week, right? So I had been calling myself something that ultimately was completely wrong and it was doing me a disservice. And the saddest part is I was literally, (laughs) it's so terrible, I was dead set on this, you know, word being me, right? And I didn't even realize that it was a problem. Like, I would fight with people and be like, no, everyone else is wrong. You know, um, this is who I am. And, and I couldn't understand why I was so, I don't know, I couldn't understand why I was getting such an adverse reaction to it. But as we, as we talk, y'all understand, right? So I found myself, you know, having these negative feelings about something I thought was so positive about myself, right? So listen, I'm talking, I'm fighting against the world, I'm fighting with myself, and more importantly, I was fighting with God because I was thinking to myself, like, how in the world could you create me this way? And all of these adverse things are happening. I didn't feel as though I deserved it right because it's like not for nothing God I'm trying to be a good person and why why if I'm trying to be a good person do all these negative things happen from me trying to just be 
a good person. But thankfully, this week, and again, until a little bit of last week, I was able to have that aha moment, right? And I was able to get, or I allowed myself to see the other side of the situation and to also get a different perspective because um, I have fought so hard against, you know, what really was happening because I was, again, dead set on attaching a word to myself that actually was not true. And a lot of times in life, there are a lot of signs and, you know, things will show us like, hey, that just might not be the right way to look at that. But if you are someone like myself who is a little bit stubborn and you think you know it, you're like, no, mm -mm. I'm this and everybody else needs to realize it. (laughs) And it's just, it's just not true. So I pose the question to you as I did to myself, what are you calling yourself? Now I did put this on Instagram and I didn't want to completely elaborate. I just wanted to throw the question out there as to what are you calling yourself? Now y'all my people, so I'm going to be completely transparent. I don't, I don't, not too transparent, too vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like we're not going to get carried away, but I do want to allow, you know, an open window so that you can kind of see really where I'm coming from so that you can then apply it to your own life, to your own circumstances. So I had this obsessive idea and I literally call it obsessive idea because it honestly was not true. I had this obsessive idea and need to be considerate. I would have swore up and down I mean I did swear up and down (laughs) for years when I say years I'm talking decades being like I'm considerate I think of other people I go above and beyond I bend over backwards I just make sure people good I look out for people I you know what I mean like I just make sure like before people even have to ask me to do something I do it or if you need something I don't even think twice I do it like I just always 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 was just trying to do what someone would need or 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 be assistance to someone you know what I mean and most of the times it was without being asked it was just you know me wanting to do it and wanting to be this quote-unquote considerate person you know what I mean having consideration for other people I thought that was just what I needed to do that is what God put me here to be he put me here to be generous and considerate and just taking everyone's feelings right well (laughs) well 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 okay I quickly and swiftly learned this week all in the matter of like four days it all came together of like no what you're actually doing is having a response to some trauma in your life listen I'm talking light bulbs went off (laughs) alarms went off honey I was like oh that's what I was doing 
and it all came from me obviously having aha moments and like sitting down and listening to certain things and just getting real with myself and like calling out behavior a lot of us don't like to do that I know I know I say do the work but a lot of y'all this is me giving you the real moment of this is how you do the work because most people I feel like when I say do the work I'm like what you mean do the work like okay I go to therapy yeah but also call it out call it out and bring it front and center so you can tackle it and be like how do I do this differently right so for me I had to see what do I call myself okay I'm calling myself considerate why what does that actually look like for me and then I had to go out and what I encourage people to do listen to different people so when I say do the work what I do is I listen to if I have to go on like to different podcasts I'll listen to like you know therapist podcasts about just different topics just to see you know what advice is there read self-help books you know what I mean um different passages articles whatever you need to do so that you can gain more understanding for your own behavior okay now, with that being said, what I did is I listened to a podcast. It was, oh my God, I think it's, oh, I can't even remember the name. I wish I wrote it down. Um, but if you're on Instagram, I would look up Dr. Anita Phillips and you'll find her podcast. So anyways, I was listening to her podcast, right guys? So listen, I'm listening. And she was doing a podcast on um, boundaries, I believe. But it wasn't boundaries for other people, which, oh, I could get into that too. That's a whole nother long-winded thing. It wasn't boundaries about other people. It was like the boundaries you have for yourself, right? And in the midst of all of that, I'm listening and I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then they bring up the term people-pleasing. And right then and there it struck me like it just struck me because again I had been going through all of this with you know I'm considerate so why am I getting all of this negative like reaction to this and and why does me calling myself considerate have such a negative impact on me you know what I mean if I'm considerate and that's a good thing then I should receive good from that right yada 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 so I had been experiencing that so I was like, you know what, I need to tap back into things. I need to tap back into the resources and the people that, you know, like, um, help me, I guess you would say, right? Because I'm not actively in therapy. So I go out and I basically seek those resources, you know, through other different channels. So when they started talking about people pleasing, I'm gonna tell you right now, it blew my mind because I would have never... Oh, I wish I could scream this. I would have never, never <laughs> in a million years think that I would be a people pleaser. I would have never thought it. And I still, like, it was such, I shouldn't say I still because now I've kind of wrapped my head around it. But at that time, like when it when it hit me on that day, I was like, nah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't really think so. You know what I'm saying? Because 
And this is where we have to do the work because in my mind, like, mind you, I listened to the podcast and I don't want to go into everything they said, but I listened to the podcast and as I listened to more, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that is me. That's definitely me. But when it first hit me, I was like, I don't really think so because again, we have to get the right um, understanding of words and, and what words mean and what things mean because in my mind people pleasing was like if someone said they like to see me wear pink or like you should wear pink more often to me that people pleasing would be like okay cool let me wear pink more often or if someone was like I like your hair um I don't even know like oh I would I love you with short hair then to me it would be like okay let me cut my hair and wear my hair short people pleasing to me was like if someone told me something then I would do that to um, to suffice them, to, to, to make them happy. You know what I mean? But again, it was in my mind, y'all. Okay. Don't attack me. But in my mind, it was more of like someone brought a suggestion to me or they tried to give me an unsolicited opinion and I went with it. You know what I mean? Like we all know people who give unsolicited opinions, like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You should be doing this. So if I was a people pleaser, then I would do that. Right. And that wasn't me. I was like, but again, this is my own definition. By my own definition, that wasn't me. I was like, okay, um, I'll do what I want. I don't care what someone tells me to wear, how someone likes my hair. I will do essentially what I want. But as I listened more and I read more, I was like, oh, okay wait no people pleasing has many many different shapes and forms right so it's not just one specific thing that would be a people pleaser me being extra considerate to people is people pleasing now if I'm going to be again we're going to be vulnerable this episode And my hope is that if I'm vulnerable on this podcast, then y'all that listen will feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable in your own space. Because for some reason, there's this fear of being vulnerable because again, you have to break down the layers and break down the things that are happening in your life in real time and sit and deal with them. Not a lot of people want to do that. So hopefully if y'all hear me being vulnerable, to people that listen, then you'll be like, oh, I could do that on my own time with nobody listening. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because it is a lot to do the work. It is. Sometimes it can be really hard. Sometimes it could be enlightening. Like this moment was enlightening because it was something that I knew. um, It wasn't stem like, I mean, it did stem from a, a place of hurt originally, but because I'm so gung-ho on, you know, doing the work, I was excited. Like, oh, okay, this is something I could correct, you know? And I, that's where I want a lot of y'all to get to the place to, to be is where when you notice an area that's weak, get excited to do the work so you know you'll become a better person. Don't run from it. A lot of people see areas in their life where they're like, oh, that could use some tweaking or that could use some fixing or when it brings up a trigger response, they kind of run from it. Don't run from it, attack it. Because every single time you run from it, it's going to keep popping its head up 
popping its head up along the way and you're going to be like, why does this thing keep popping its head up every single time? Because you're running from it. You're running from that thing. Attack that thing and be excited to attack it so you know once I demolish you now, you won't pop back up. And if I even see a faint sign of you popping back up, I've done the work so I know how to handle you. But that's a that's that's a whole nother that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole nother story for another day. I just wanted to get that off my chest. But anyways, let's let's just let's just keep going, right? So yeah. I found that okay, cool, I'm being considerate. What does that mean? I was really just overextending myself and I was bending over backwards. Um, and this was all in the name of being considerate. Now, whew, when you when 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 you got to be honest with yourself, okay? In reality, when I look back, oh. <laughs> uh, woo, I I'm just amazed that I carried on, okay? How I carried on. But that's that's the importance of doing the work is when you can look back and be like oh girl you was you was doing a lot wasn't you and I don't know I just I just never even you know I never even realized and 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 while I was listening to um Dr. Anita Phillips podcast they were just speaking on how Again, and in this moment of transparency of how sometimes when we're people pleasing and they kept it broad, they didn't give examples. It was just like sometimes when we're people pleasing, we're doing things for people who one, don't know that we're doing it for them. Two, they don't know the value that we have placed on the act that we're doing for them. Or three, they just really don't care. And that struck a chord with me because I had been doing so much for so many people for so long and I never understood why I never got it back I was like I do so much for so people I care so deeply I go above and beyond and I just try to put myself in the best position for people at all times if you need me I'm there if you don't need me I'm there if you talk about something and you say you need something if I see it I'm gonna buy it I'm like I just I just put myself in a position that I overextended myself and I never saw it back that there was people pleasing it was a like I said it was a trauma response to something that I had experienced and this is how it manifested itself right and that's the that's the thing about all of this because when these things manifest, sometimes they don't manifest in the way that we would believe. So you have to ask yourself, right? We ask ourselves, what are we calling ourselves? The next question is, how are you self-sabotaging? How are you self-sabotaging, right? And I know that I've said this before, right? That... um you can't allow your inner child to rule your adult. And most times what you got to do is, to be quite honest, you just got to shut that kid up. You know, you got to shut that kid up because 
there needs to be an understanding that the adult you, the adult you that has been doing the work, you have things under control, okay? So when things like this, you know, um, pops up, most of the times it's something from that inner child in you, to be completely honest. It, most of the time it's something from that inner child in you. Now, for instance, in my own personal experiences, my inner child created a narrative to soothe a trauma wound that is now creating hella problems for adult me. So my inner child decided, okay, you know what? I've experienced this. Now, okay, I told y'all, we talking vulnerable and transparency, but we ain't going that deep, okay? We're gonna say that for another day. Um, I, I, I experienced this and here is how I feel we could correct that. Um, or here is how I feel people would receive me better. You know what I mean? So if I experienced that, then let me be this way and maybe that'll fix how, you know, fix that situation, right? So for me, my inner child was like, okay, well, that happens. So how about you just be considerate and you just do all this extra stuff and you go above and beyond and you put your... That, I guess in theory, girl, okay, little me, I guess that makes sense to you like the intention was pure but the application the application was poor the application was terrible because all that did was create problems for adult me that was moving and grooving and functioning I had adopted this idea about myself because my inner child created a narrative to fix things that I no longer had to respond to I no longer had to respond to those traumas because I have had dealt with that already, but because she still had this need to, 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 um, have this narrative, I, I was experiencing a lot of problems that I didn't need to. I was still people pleasing when I didn't need to as an adult. I didn't need to do that as an adult. So I had to tell her like, homegirl, we got to cut this out. (laughs) We got to cut this out. We got to come to a screeching halt and get rid of it. Cut it off cold turkey. We don't need to do it no more, honey. I understand why you did it back then. I understand. And I feel you. But understand, we addressed that situation already. So we can't, we, this narrative also can't come with us. We got, we got to let that one go. You know what I mean? And that's the work that I did. Because the things that you call yourself can really be with all of the best intention in the world trust me being considerate of other people's feelings thoughts emotions and time and 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 everything about them is good that is something good to do being a considerate person having common courtesy for other people is good no one can tell you that's bad. That's good. That we would, if we had more considerate people in the world, we would be off better, right? It's good. But the purpose and the application for what it was serving me, mm-mm, it was not good. It was a little too much. <laughs> it was a little too much. And 
it stemmed from a place that was needing something, right? It was a void. And, and, and that's what came out of it. So I had to get real corrective because I didn't like how that was manifesting in my adult life. I did not like that. So my thing for, you know, anyone listening is what are you calling yourself? And is that leading you to self-sabotage? Because sometimes we don't even realize the things that we are doing or the things that we are calling ourselves is actually leading us to self-sabotage. So I'm just going to throw out words that are good things. Um, And this is just off the top. These are good things, but they are also things that if done excessively, like being considerate, could also have, you know, that duality of being good but also being a hindrance. My need to be considerate also was a hindrance because at the end of the day, it stems from a place of people pleasing and people pleasing is never good. Never good because now you are not protecting and having again that self boundary for yourself. Yourself, you should be your number one priority. And if you're not, you got to take a look at what's going on. So I had to take a look at what's going on. But here's some words, right? So in life, we can be hardworking. Now people say being a hard worker is good. Being a hard worker is, you know, amazing. Everyone should be hard workers. We need more hard workers in the world. Okay, but is that coming from a place of a trauma response, right? This is just for you to decide. I, listen, I don't know nobody's life. Um, are you, let's see, what's another one? Um, I'm just thinking of these literally off the top of my head. Probably not the best idea, y'all. Hmm. Are you strong? Because that's another one. A lot of, oh, a lot of us. Now, being strong is good, right? No one wants to walk around being weak. But are you strong, okay, as a trauma response? Mm, Think about it. Because being strong is good, but sometimes we're being strong as a response to something else, right? As a response to, I came from feeling, um, or another one, overachiever. Sometimes people go above and beyond to reach all these limits because maybe they felt inadequate as a child or maybe they felt like they they were told they didn't do enough so now they do too much um so these are all things you have to think about hard working or being a hard worker being strong um you know I want to say I guess you could say overachiever or being super super goal oriented or um just anything you have to just take a look at the things that you are calling yourself and being like okay what does that stem from does that stem from a positive place is that my inner child creating a narrative so I so that she feels this is how I need to or he feels this is how I need to move forward in life you know what I mean um because sometimes it's just it's not necessary 
I'm gonna keep it real with you. It's not necessary. And if we do the work and, and, and we attack these things, especially if you feel like it keeps coming up again and again and again and again and again, and it keeps, you know, in different forms and different areas of your life, that's probably something you need to work on. Don't get frustrated when it happens again, like me, okay? I raise my hand to this. Don't get frustrated when it happens again <laughs> and again, <laughs> Just make sure you learn to attack it, right? Because at, at that point, you're just self-sabotaging. If you just keep letting it happen, 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 you're just self-sabotaging and you're not going to grow because you keep running from it or you, when it happens, you cry about it and then you pick yourself up and sin and, and, and you don't do nothing else about it. No, we got to attack that thing because if you don't, it's going to pop back up again. It's going to manifest itself again in some other way. And to be fair, these type of aha moments and these revelations, they do not come from osmosis. They don't come from, you know, just happening and appearing. Uh-uh. You got to be willing to call yourself out on your own BS because mm, now this is the part where it stings a little this is the part where it hurts you got to be willing to call yourself out on your own BS because sometimes whoo it's gonna be hard to say it's not them it's you wow realizing that this week was I think that was the most profound thing was like ooh, so it wasn't them it was me now granted granted if we want to be real specific about it sometimes yeah you know I mean sometimes people were just you know a little raggedy we're gonna be honest but for the most part everybody wasn't that raggedy it was just me it was just me. And that is, ooh, that's a word in and of itself. Understanding that it's not them, it's you, and it, it was just me. Man, listen, it's just, it's a lot of realizations you got to have. And not for nothing, if you're scared of it, then I mean, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't do the work stay who you are but I myself I refuse to be the same version that I was a year ago a month ago or a day ago if I can learn something new about myself and something you know um something that I can change to make myself better then I'm going to do that. I feel like a lot of us, we kind of get stuck in a place of complacency where we're like, it's working, it's not broke, I don't really need to fix it. But there is excitement and change. And I understand that change can be, you know, um, uncomfortable. And there's this sort of, you know, um, there's this sort of like anxious feeling around change. I understand that. But we have to get to a place where we welcome change because that means that we're growing and we're changing and um we're becoming the best version of ourselves right when you are changing of course you're going to be pulled and you're going to be stretched and you're going to be um doing things that don't feel normal but it is making for a better you 
Um, the best analogy that I can get, give, because you guys know I love to give an analogy, is when you're at the gym. When you're at the gym, you can, like, let's say you lift 15 um, pounds, right? So you have dumbbells, you lift 15 pounds. If you always lift 15, your body is going to get used to lifting 15 but the only way to grow and become stronger and become better and see the better results is to, you know, slowly but surely increase um, the weights that you lift or whatever you bench or whatever you squat, right? It's to slowly but surely increase it. Where you stop is where your body will stop. So if you stop at, you know, if you're... Um, doing dumbbells and you say, okay, 15 feels good. And you stop at 15, your body is going to stop at 15, right? But if every so often you do 15, then you say, you know what, let me try to do, you know, let me see what 20 feel like. And you start to do 20. And then once 20 gets comfortable, then you're like, okay, let me, let me go to 25 and see what 25 feels like. And let me do a few 25s until I feel really comfortable doing, you know, a full set of 25 you know what I'm saying so you have to do that in your life you have to be willing to implement little 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 bits of change so that overall you become stronger and you become better you don't want to sit at the same weight or the same level or or in the same kind of area in your life and not try to grow and become better and become stronger because it's just not going to be conducive to you being the best you and that can also be another form of self-sabotage knowing that you're sitting on some low level when you can be taking it to the next level but you're not taking it to the next level because you're scared you might think 20 pounds is way too heavy and if I try to lift that in this gym I'm going to embarrass myself I don't care if I embarrass myself in the gym because who going to say something to me? Like, I'm coming to a place to make myself better. So you can't shame me when I'm trying to come to, my, come to a place to make myself better. For example, when I go to the gym, when I, like, my left arm is my weakest arm. I don't, I don't know why. I guess because it's not my dominant hand, but it is my weakest arm. So when I'm, like, lifting weights, I use my right hand to push up the left you know, give a little tap tap, like, okay, girl, get that weight up. Um, but even in doing that, I'm still strengthening this side. I'm not going to let this side just be weak. You know what I mean? And sometimes I might do the heaviest weight on my weakest hand just because I want that side to get strengthened. So you have to apply that same mentality to your life. Where's the weak area and how can I apply myself to work towards that to make that better for me? What am I calling myself? Am I calling myself strong because I felt like as a child I was weak and I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a say or I saw someone doing something that was weak and I was like, oh, I will never be that. I have to be this. So I did that or you know, did I grow up seeing a certain type of lifestyle and said, hey, I want that same exact lifestyle. But now, honestly, that's not conducive to the person I am or that's not, you know, um, who I am as a woman, who I am as a man. But because I saw that lifestyle, then I'm going to do that same exact thing. We got to be honest with ourselves. Sometimes we're chasing things. We're calling ourselves things that are not true to who we are. And when it bites us, We blame the other people when it's not them, it's you. It's you. You're calling yourself considerate, girl. 
They're not asking you to do that. They're not expecting you to do that. They don't place no value on what you do. That's you. That's not them. Sometimes it's them, but for the majority, that ain't them. That's you, right? And you're 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 a hard worker. You 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 do all this stuff. You do all these things. You're working here. You're working there. You're 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 doing this. You're doing that. You you got your hands in all these pots trying to do all these things. And it's like, no one asked you to do that. <laughs> no one asked you to do that. Okay. And you're wondering like, oh, why am I so uh, uh tired? Why am I so beaten down? Why 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 why? And it's like no one asked you to do that. You're doing that because somewhere in you, you're trying to have a trauma response or you're trying to correct something that the inner child in you identified as a problem for you. But as an adult, that is no longer a problem. If you're doing the work, okay, if you're doing the work, that's no longer a problem. Right. There are some people who, as a child, they were overweight. Now they go extra hard in the gym. They go extra hard in the gym. They stay in the gym 24 hours a day. They work out at gym. They don't stop going to a gym. They don't eat other food. They don't. They can't eat this. They can't eat that because as a child they were overweight. They got picked on. So now their trauma response is to be this super healthy, super gym person. And it's like sometimes you gotta understand that yes, being in the gym is good. Yes, working out is good, but it also can be a hindrance. you can enjoy a cupcake bro you can you can enjoy some candy you know what I'm saying you don't have to run from that because as a child you were overweight you know what I'm saying like you can enjoy some of that you know what I mean you gotta let your inner child know like the adult me understands I can go to the gym and work out and eat healthy but if I want that cupcake I'm gonna eat that cupcake you know what I'm saying those are the type of things we have to call out because going to the gym is good being healthy is good but if we're doing it excessively it might not be the best thing but you know what that's neither here nor there that's just a little something something that was happening to me and I want to get off my chest I quickly 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 want to switch gears and then I'm gonna be done I don't really want to keep keep y'all here for 30 20 45 minutes I don't really want to do that um but there's this whole thing going on with um this is going to be the pop culture mature segment right okay cool anyways there's this whole situation going on with joe rogan uh whoopi goldberg you know people are up in arms and i get it but we spoke about this before the race thing y'all have to understand this is all by design and i don't want to keep saying that but it is it is all by design now what i do want to point out is that um in the world of cancel culture there needs to be some um uniformity meaning that what applies to one person has to apply to the other person so if you want you know joe rogan and again it doesn't matter about severity because i know you're going to be like well there's a difference in severity it does not matter if one person should lose their job for doing something insensitive and offensive the other person should lose their job for doing something insensitive and offensive and that's just keeping it broad you people you progressive people 
have worked yourself and will continue to work yourself into a place of if you did it for them, you gotta do it for this person. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be really, what's the word for it? Um, Not counterproductive. What's the word for it? Oh my God, I can't even think of it. But if you start to be like, if you start to pick and choose, right, who gets to who gets to be under your progressive umbrella or who gets to um, have some leniency, then you're not, um, you're not, um, you're not living by your own standard, right? Because you can't say like, oh, we have to cancel Joe Rogan because he said all of these negative racial slurs and it's so terrible, but we might want to keep Wendy, I mean, not Wendy, (laughs) we might want to keep Whoopi Goldberg on air because you know she's a black woman and it's not that bad and she didn't know no if she offended somebody if she offended some race some group some whatever so did he keep the punishment the same what I noticed with cancel culture is that you want to pick and choose who to cancel when to cancel and how to cancel you can't do that you can't try to cancel people on conditions because at that point now you're adding something into it that's not what you're saying it should be that's why I don't like cancel culture you don't cancel someone for one thing and then you can't cancel the other person for another thing also in the same vein this is why it's going to be like this whole progressive thing is going to bite y'all in the butt Joe Biden is looking to appoint someone to be um, a Supreme Court, what is it, judge, what have you, girl, I'm not that into politics, don't quote me, but he's trying to fill some chair, and he said he wants to get a black woman, because there's never been a black woman, Supreme Court justices, I think it was called, girl, I don't know, but anyways, he wants to get a black woman, he has said he wants to fill the position with a black woman, right, it has to be a black woman, and although, yes, for you progressive, that's great, I'm a black woman, I understand, but don't do something just in the name of it being a black woman, because at the, because then what you're doing is you're saying that we only did this because we wanted to do something like again I told you with the first I stopped doing like the first black person to do this the first black person to do that because stop treating us like we have to be um I don't know like I can't think of the words for it but I just hate that feeling of like because we're black we got this like no because I'm actually a great whatever like because I would make a great supreme court justice or what have you that is why I got this position I didn't get this position because I'm a black woman and you're trying to fill a quota I got this position because I'm great at what I do that is what we need we don't need you progressives who want to be like oh you've never had a black person in the office or you've never had a black ceo so now you need to fill that position with any black ceo just so you can say you have now your first black this this and this for me with joe biden it's his name right (laughs) um what happened okay sorry that was just so funny to me so for me what joe biden is trying to do is he wants to be the first president to fill this seat with a first black woman right so it'd be like joe biden appoints the first black and it's like we don't need that give us the best person for the job i understand you progressives who want to see it be a black woman i get that i'm a black woman i'm not that's not my argument my argument is give it to me because i deserved it 
that's all it comes down to is what I deserve, not what you think you need to do to be diverse and be inclusive and and, and be progressive. No, give it to me because I deserve it. I don't want it by default. I don't want it because it's a handout and it'll look good for you. I don't want it because it'll be, um, 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 you know, good for the world and look good in the in, in in history books. No, I want it because I deserve it because I worked hard to get it. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're gonna be in a position where people only get things because they're black, and it's like. I don't want to get something just because I'm black. We have to take, like, I'm literally trying to, to, to say we need to remove color out of things. I get we are different by design with color, culture, everything like that. But when it comes to things like jobs and positions and, 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 and how we treat each other, let's just treat each other because we're human. That's it. It's just a human race. It's humanity. We don't have to worry about who's black, who's white, who's Spanish, who's Asian. Let's just do it off of the person. Now, all this really comes from because I was watching um, these trainings at my job and they were like, oh, we sent out resumes and half of the resumes had like ethnic names and the other half had like common names. So it would be like, uh, what did they say? I don't think they said names, did they? I think they did. But it would be like Emma against like um Shaquana or something like that you know what I mean or like some Asian name against like Brad you know what I'm saying they were like Emma and Brad got all the callbacks but you know Shaquana and 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 like Chung Lee I'm sorry I'm really being really offensive but they didn't get callbacks and the only thing difference was the name at the top. Everything else was the exact same. The only thing different was the name at the top. So you knew that these employers were basing who they hired or who they called back off of who they believed, right, to be of their own ken. That is what I want to. If we, if y'all want to be progressive, abolish that. Don't abolish calling people in because like, Oh, you know, we'd be so progressive if we had a Shaquana and a, you know, and a Chung Lee working for us. We'd be so progressive. No, call me in because I have the credentials and I have what it takes to do this job. Don't call me in because you think it'd be good for you to have a black woman in the position. It would be dope. But also, do I have the credentials? If Emma has the credentials over me, then choose Emma. But don't bring me into it. I don't know. Is that backwards? I don't know. Also, like I've said in the past, with you progressives, I'm telling you, I hate people who are just so extremely progressive. I hate it. I hate it. You, you, you progressives are working your place, working your way into a place, excuse me, where everything that we fought for as far as civil rights will be taken away. The whole point of civil rights was to be equal, not to be above. <laughs> not to be picked out because we were you know um black it was just to be equal we just wanted to be an equal that's it that's all and somehow now it's like nope we don't want to be equal we want to be above and we want to be the sole reason why for example okay another thing I put on my Facebook my personal Facebook um how will you ever grow if you only communicate with people that agree with you? 
and I put this up on my Facebook because I'm someone who I personally I like to listen to Fox News as well as CNN because when you listen to both of them and I mean openly listen to both of them not listen to them to to pick it apart or to um to see where you know they're lying because let me tell you both <laughs> both TV channels excuse me are going to lie so you don't have to listen to one and be like, oh, look how Fox News is lying about this because CNN is also lying. One is just more Democratic and one is just more Republican. But with that out of the way, um, I like to listen to both. I like to listen to get different opinions on the same topic. Now, with that being said, um, I like to listen to different people and different things, right? So I was listening to, um, what is his name? Ben Shapiro. I was listening to Ben Shapiro's podcast and he was talking about the, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but there was a, um, there was a coach, a football coach that had interviewed for a position for some NFL football team. And in the midst of that, one of the like owners of the team sent him a text message like congratulations you got the job yada 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 we can't wait for you to work mind you the man he sent the text to brian flores had not even interviewed for the position yet so he was like hey uh you might be sending this to the wrong person because you know i haven't even interviewed yet and so the coach the i mean not the coach the owner was like oh yeah you're right i did and what ended up happening was the, I am loosely, sorry, I am loosely telling that story. If you want more, look it up yourself. What ended up happening was there was two Bryans applying for the same job, one white, one black. They text the, um, the owner texts the wrong Brian saying he got the job. Now, what happened is they implemented these, you know, these, I don't want to say laws, but these like regulations, I guess, that in the NFL, you have to interview basically affirmative action. You have to at least interview a black person, you know, for the position. So they, inter so they were going to interview this guy so that they didn't get fined or what have you. Cool. Now, is that bad? Yes. Again, it, this all ties back into even the episode. In the beginning, affirmative action made sense because white people were just hiring white people. Plain and simple. So at the beginning, affirmative action made sense. Affirmative action to me still makes sense. But again, what, what we want to do is make sure I am in the position because like, let me come to the interview if I'm qualified. Like, it was like qualified black people weren't even considered. They were just like looked over. But if I'm qualified, let me come to interview. But if you choose someone else, then you choose someone else. But what Ben Shapiro pointed out, because when I first heard this story and I only listened to an, an um, adverse opinion, I was upset. I was like, I ain't watching the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was mad. I'm like, they keep doing this to black people. And again, the, the NFL is a trash okay they are a terrible company but also we have to be fair again a lot of people don't like to be fair they don't like to you know look at both sides and that's on you but anyways Ben Shapiro said what about Asian head coaches 
what about okay you said black but what about asian what about you know middle eastern what about native american like he was saying all other different areas where there was not a head coach and i was like yep and there it is because what happens is we get so stuck as black people we get so stuck in our own way of being like they want to keep us down they want to you know they don't want to see us win we get stuck in our own need to feel oppressed that we don't even realize that we're not the only group being excluded we're not the only group being excluded this is not a fight just for us when we say inclusion and diversity we need to as black people realize that it's not just us right and that was like oh okay that is why I say listen to other people who you may not agree with because they may point out something to you that you'll be like oh yeah you right you right like for example there is oh my god what school was it was it Harvard or Yale girl I don't know look it up um what are the schools they basically like put out this a questionnaire because they were getting way too many like when they were admitting people they were getting way too many Asian students and all of the Asian students were really smart I'm talking like smart smart so they put out a questionnaire to basically weed out the Asians I don't know how they did it girl but you know how these um tests work so they basically got these answers and they're like okay most of these students are Asian, so they would like basically toss out their applications and bring in more white students, and it was called out, and now it's like, okay, this is a thing. Like, you tried to curb your Asian intake because you felt like they were way too smart to be there, and like, you didn't want to have that many, you know what I mean? And again, it's the integrity of the school. Some schools feel like, no, we don't need to, you know bring you in we want to keep this more of a white institution so we're going to try to you know yeah you know get y'all out of here and that is wrong but you won't hear much about it because this these progressive people they only want to include certain minorities they only want to include the umbrella of the gay minority and they want to include the minority of black and then they want to sprinkle a little bit of women in there and call it feminism that's where the progressive that's where the progressives really work but if like if you're asian or if you're native american um if you're middle eastern they don't really care about you (laughs) they like okay we see your fight but like not really you know what i'm saying um they really want the umbrella to be around those three gay black woman that's that's really where the progressives really want the battle to be because when it was stop Asian hate they put a bill into law federal passed it bam done you know what I mean like they quickly was like okay yeah let's get that out of here but these three now nah, we're not gonna really pass laws we just gonna ping pong this around and continue to play and stir with people emotions because these are large groups that we can play with and we can continuously make them feel oppressed and keep them in that oppression and make them fight against their own oppression just by playing with their minds you know what I'm saying and that's what they do like with the um oh the M&Ms I didn't want to really talk about the M&Ms but like we're here with the M&Ms you have an M&M like oh 
you know, and here's the thing about, again, like I told you, with being progressive, you have to understand where your line is and stay. You can't, you can't blur the lines because that's just not how it's going to work. With the, I think it's the green M&M. They said that she had on high heels, so they brought her heel down or she was going to be wearing sneakers, right? So she's wearing a lower comfortable heel and sneakers because women are, you know, they don't have to be in high heels. But what if women like myself like to be in high heels? I mean, granted, I don't need to see myself in a candy. I, I promise you I don't. Um, I just want to eat the candy. I don't really care what the candy wearing in a commercial. I don't care. <laughs> like, y'all are so weird. But anyways, what if the woman wants to look like that? What if the woman wants to wear a, you know, a thigh high, high heel boot? Now you're telling me because we're so progressive, we have to show women in a lower heel and sneakers. What? But what about the women who want to wear that? You see what I'm saying? When you try to be so progressive, you at some point you're going to exclude people. But if you're so progressive, it's about inclusion. You can't be so inclusive and exclude. You get what I'm saying? Then they were like, oh, one of the one of the M&Ms, he has anxiety. What? When have you ever in your life been eating M&Ms and was like, man, this one relate to me? No, never. Not never have you picked up an M&M and said, this one relates to me. It's so dumb. It is literally so dumb. And 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 I just really want people to understand that these are games that they are playing. And it's not to manipulate us. It's to manipulate children. And that's why half these children are confused. They don't know what's up. They don't know what's down. They don't know what's left. They don't know what's right. Because all they know and all they're being told is that M&M's have feelings, M&M's should be wearing sneakers, and Mr. Potato Head is not a mister, he's just a potato head. First of all, what potato has a gender to begin with? Like, you know what? I'm literally gonna let it go because I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get fired up. All I know is if you're gonna cancel one person for one thing, you gotta cancel the same person, another person for the same thing. You can't pick and choose when you're gonna cancel because now it's a black woman and we're so progressive that we can't cancel black women. Uh Uh-uh, no. Offensive is offensive. If she offended one person, cancel her, period. Because if Joe Rogan offended one person, cancel him, right? That's That's what it should be. And I know you'll say, oh, it's different. It's different severities and yada, yada, yada. But all I'm doing is playing by the progressive rules. So if the progressives want to cancel someone for being offensive, you got to cancel everybody for being offensive. And do you see where that leads us? That leads us to a place in the world where no one can say anything because at any time you can offend someone. I can tell someone I don't like the color blue. And if you love the color blue, that might be a little offensive. Now you're going to cancel me? It just, it just does not make any sense. But... I'm kind of excited because I feel like we're going to get to a place where the progressives are going to burn themselves out because at some point it's going to be like, okay, all the lines are blurred and none of this makes sense. We're getting to that place hopefully soon and I hope that a lot more people will be okay with it because now y'all are having genderless babies, babies with no gender, which... Oh, Jesus, it just, it just don't make sense, Lord. It just don't make sense. And I just, 
I don't know. I just be needing answers for it. But that's neither here nor there. All I'm saying is let's cancel the progressives. Okay? All you progressive people, let's cancel you. Because I don't want anything because I'm a black woman. I want it because I'm qualified. And if I'm qualified, then I deserve to be there. I deserve to be considered. I deserve to show you why I'm qualified. I don't deserve it because you believe I should be there because I'm a black woman. Because that doesn't make any sense. That's ass backwards. That's not progressive. Progressive is being like the most qualified person for this position gets the position not the most progressive person and person that's going to make the company look good gets this position the person that's going to make the country looks good the person that's going to make the state looks good gets this position Uh uh-uh no and that's how we get a lot of people in positions who do terrible things or who do nothing because they want to be so progressive I saw an article um was it the new york times i think it was the new york times i think they published an article that said they were talking about women but because they didn't want to say the word women because now women can be men and men can be women they said menstruator you will never look at me and say oh are you a menstruator no i'm a woman thanks (laughs) I'm not a menstruator. I'm a woman. And see, that's the thing. You want to be so progressive, but now you're reducing me to my bodily function? How is that progressive? Like, I went from being a woman to my bodily function. But then at the same time, they say women aren't the only people that can have children. (sighs) I don't know, Jesus. I We are lost. We are lost. And we are lost because of these progressives. And I hate it so much. I hate it so much. Oh, Jesus, I hate it so much. But you know what? I'm not going to let it go. I'm not going to let it go. I'm not going to. I'm going to continue to fight against this because it's absolutely absurd. But, um, yeah. I guess. But that's neither here nor there. We're done with this episode. I said I was going to keep y'all long and somehow I kept y'all long. <laughs> oh, but when we just be talking, right? When we just be talking, we just be kicking it. It just runs all together and I lose track of time. But I will be seeing you guys next Saturday. I don't know what we'll talk about because life be life in. And by the time I sit down, it'd be a thousand things I want to get off my chest. This week, though, we did talk about um, what are you calling yourself and how is that applying to your life? And do you need to shut your inner child up? Do you need to shut her down, shut him down and let him know that you got this under control? The adult you has been doing the work. and You got this under control. Time to stop self-sabotaging and ruining your life and 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 causing all these different inconveniences because you want to be considerate you want to be strong you want to be healthy you want to be you know a hard-working woman a hard-working man let's shut all that down you know what i'm saying and let's get to the root of that so we don't continuously overextend ourselves and and do things in excessive in an excessive way that hurts us right 
Yeah. Well, listen, this is Black and Classic Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Monet, and I will be seeing you guys next Saturday. Bye.